Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, sitting across the table from me, or standing across the table from me, as always, it's Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little safe players episode. We're going to do top five lists of players that we feel are, you know, relatively safe. These aren't these high upside players, but you have to round out your team with safe players. I've said this a million times, how much more conservative I am with fantasy football. And I listen to other podcasts and I hear all these people talking about upside players and all this stuff. And yeah, that's great. You need upside players. But honestly, for every one upside player you have, you need that safe guy. If the upside player doesn't work out, you got the safe player to plug in while you find somebody else, you know, because all these, I mean, if you drafted all upside players, what, you would end up with, like, Tyler Lockett last year, John Brown, those kind of guys? And how'd you probably finish the year? Right. Unless you had these other guys around at your team to be a little more safe. You can't just go all upside, so that's what kind of we're going to go over. But before that, make sure you check us out on Twitter. We're at the FF Profit. We're on Instagram at FantasyFootballProfit. The website's FantasyFootballProfit.com. You can send us an email, FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. Make sure you get your reviews in. Check out the review contest. You can win a custom podcast for your league. Just get a review. Send it to us. Let us know where you reviewed us, and we'll get you entered into the contest. All right. Get right into it. Right to our top five of us. We'll count them down from five to one. We each have five guys. Don't have any clue who yours are. Exactly. I don't know who yours are. And uh, as a caveat, though, we did skip about the first 20 players. Yeah, we're around there. We're kind of like in the... Yeah. Because let's be honest, the first David Johnson saved Le'Veon Bell. Exactly. They're, they're safe. Zeke's that goes safe. without saying, right? It's a little little bit deeper. It's not we're going crazy, but I don't think we probably we don't have anybody in the top ten of a position here. That I don't believe so. And I at least I don't. I don't think you do. I'm I'm close to the tenth, but it's not top ten. Yeah. Very, I have one guy that would be up there. Well I have a borderline guy. Actually that's not necessarily true for me. I do have one guy that, that is t- uh very high, but still. All right, Jeff, number five, who is your first guy? Number five, um, his age worries me a bit, but it's my main man, Frank Gore. Frank Gore, I, he, he's an honorable mention for me. I was going to say, and let me tell you why. I, after looking up stats, I, yep. I was blown away. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you look up Frank Gore, and obviously we know he's very safe. Um, pretty much every year he's been the workhorse there in Indianapolis. And, um, you know, his, his touchdowns have, have dipped a bit of late. I mean, he's an older back, but he pretty much gets a thousand yards every single year. Um, and he ranges anywhere from now, anywhere from four to about eight touchdowns. But the interesting part is, um, going to another website. I don't know exactly how they do their scoring, but their, his positional rank since I'll just count it down. I mean, it's unbelievable since 2006. <laughs> Is fourth overall, ninth overall, thirteenth, fifth, nineteenth, twelfth, eleventh, thirteenth, seventeenth, thirteenth, thirteenth. That's a running back too every time. And that is, I mean, I get it. He's old. Yes. But after looking at those numbers, there's no way I couldn't put him on my top five because that is astounding production. And people are going to be, they're so down on Frank Gore just saying, oh, he's so old. The guy can't do anything. But you know what? He, he couldn't do anything for the last three years and he's still done. Like he's, he was 33 last year and he had a thousand yards. I don't think you can predict Frank Gore's downfall. No. And you just can't. It's hard to and, say. And yeah, they do have someone behind him they drafted, but I feel like they've drafted these guys before. And this is what I love about him too. 
um, if I can actually find him really <laughs> quick on here. I'm trying to see his overall, where he's going now. It's not like you have to reach to no, get him. You, don't you can all. grab this guy, and he can be on your bench even. That's how low he goes. And he can get you that kind of production still, I believe. I don't think this is the year he completely falls off. Um, and, and like I, I've said before, especially if you're going to use him in the first half of the year, uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's there's nothing wrong with him as a just a bye week fill-in. He's going to be a, he's a safe bye week fill-in because yeah. you know he's probably going to get you minimum sixty to seventy yards. And if you can just guarantee, if you have a good team, you can just throw in on a bye week a guy who's going to get you at least six to seven points. You're going to feel okay with that. I mean, yes, Frank Gore is not a just this upside guy. There's no upside with Frank. Gore. No, he's it's just safe. He's safe. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Good it's, floor. Yeah. All right, my number five. This I don't know if you hate this guy or not. Pierre Garcon. And just here's why. Yeah. Pierre Garcon. Again, not this player everyone wants to have on their team, but he is the number one player for San Francisco. He for is sure. the only. I mean, tell me who's their number two receiver? Curly? <laughs> Maybe. Marquise Goodwin? Probably. Yeah. But that okay, that's what it, that's who it is. Yeah. Like that's it's like Marquise Goodwin, and I don't even know Curly's still on the team. I think he probably is. Yeah, so. that, that wide receiving core is, is think about, pretty, like, you know. Who's their starting tight end? Up. Do you remember? McDonald? Yeah. McDonald, right? Are you excited about Vance McDonald? No, I'm not excited about that offense. Right? Why wouldn't it be – why is Pierre Garçon not going to be the main they, target? They do have to throw to someone. I mean, Kyle Shanahan has been with Pierre Garçon in the past he, at Washington. True. And here's Pierre Garçon's – Target numbers. This is why he's safe. It's targets. It's not like he's going to get all these touchdowns and all this stuff. It's targets. Last year, we no one thought about Pierre Garcon for fantasy yet. He still had 114 targets. Well, why would that number not go up when he has no competition? And yeah, he's getting up there in age. He'll be 31 this year, but that's still okay for wide receiver. He's not. Yeah, that's not wide bad receivers bad. probably drop like a little bit. Like start around 32, 33, but he's still okay. He's not going to really drop this year. He had 114 targets last year, 111 the year before, 105 the year before. So the last three years, he's all been right there. I could go back four years, but then I could say he had 181 targets. And I know that's the, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who, who's, I mean, Hoyer's a solid quarterback too. I like Hoyer. Yeah, that's very true. He is, if he can stay healthy. Every time he's going to be, they're going to be down. They're going to throw the ball. You know, that's very true. You're kind of talking me into right? it. Right? I, I mean, get this it. is, this is not like, yeah, this not is a like wide receiver. Upside, but this is like, floor. He, he's like his my floor. wide receiver five. I'm saying, yeah. like, honestly, like, this and is deep. He should like, be safe because of the fact they have to throw yeah. him the ball. And this is what you're, you're not getting Pierre Garcon and he's not going to be your wide receiver three. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's going to be a bye week guy where you go get Pierre Garcon, even if he's on the waivers. I don't care. Or if you just put him on your team and just save him for your bye weeks you have. Right. You, I think you're guaranteed, especially if you're in PPR. If you're in PPR, it's a no brainer to me to get Pierre Garcon. I don't know because I don't know how many touchdowns he's going to get. I don't expect a lot. And he hasn't had a lot. He had last, if you go back, actually, he's never had more than six. This is his career. Four, six, six, four, five, three, six, three. So if that's never going to change. It's not that. It's catches. It's just yards. Just safe. He's going to get you 80 yards and call it a day. Get you eight points. That's that's what he is. And he's a back end of the draft guy, though. He's a dollar yeah. guy. He's not anything special, but it's. I think it's safe. Again, no, there's probably not much upside here, if any. But he's a safe player, and you're going to get him late because no one cares about Pierre Garcon. So that's True. pretty much, pretty much it. <laughs> he's in a very good position. All right, number four, Jeff. Number four is uh, – and this guy is up there for wide receivers, but he's just very safe, and that's why he made this list, but it's Doug Baldwin. Okay. 
All right. He is the number one wide receiver on Seattle. Russell Wilson, very capable. Um, and the truth is, unless Lockett stays healthy for once, even with Jimmy Graham coming on last year, having a good season, he still had 94 catches. Uh, the last two years when he's really been that number one guy, he's over a thousand yards each time. Yep. And that touchdown number is a, you know, way different. He went from 14 to seven. Yeah. I, I think he's more of that seven guy. That 14, I think, was a little, yeah, a little bit ooh. of a fluky thing, but you never know. Um, but as soon as he really got into his stride, he doesn't have a whole lot else to go on necessarily. Yep. But that offense isn't changing that much. No one's leaving. No one's really coming in. You could make the, I, you know, that maybe that run game will kind of get back to, you know, more when they had Lynch. But I think that kind of helps him out, to be honest. Yep. So um, I think he's a very, very safe wide receiver. He doesn't quite have, I mean, the 14 touchdowns is great. I don't think he has that upside where you could jump him above some of the other guys. But I think he's safer than a lot of the other guys, too. I think his floor is consistent. Yeah, I, I agree. And Jermaine Curse isn't going to really eat into targets. Lockett, even if Lockett's good, I don't see Lockett eating into targets. I think Lockett's more of a can get big plays. He's not going to be a guy who's going to be getting 10, 15 targets. So he's yeah. not going to really affect he's kind of, all the right, you know different I mean? players. I don't yeah. think, especially this season, he's not going to be. No. We, we, I mean, we literally have no idea what Lockett's going to do yet. Yeah. I like Lockett. I've liked him in the past, but he could be done. We don't. Injuries just. Yeah, who are they going to. It's, it's Baldwin and Graham. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he really. They have to throw it to him. Nope. He's, he's not on my list, but it's just. It's not even, I mean, this doesn't mean anything. It's just, no. it's just he's, he's kind of on that borderline of where I would think of my list, but it is and very he's, he's, safe for that. Exactly. And he's he's pretty high up there. And I mean, this well, isn't like too, some like, amazing it, guy down the list. Like, he he's could, a top 15 guy. But really. he's a guy, yeah, he's ranked that way, but I feel like he doesn't get drafted that way. The, I mean, that's, that's also, where that's I, why I kind of put him here because he does have that. If you're going to get a top 15 guy, most people want that upside that. Uh, I don't know, some kind of crazy ability or, hey, maybe he could really jump up his touchdowns. We've seen kind of the the precipice of a lot of the stuff he's going to do. Yep. Well, yeah, I actually looked at this. But, man, he's one of the safer guys. I was going to say, I think he's, like, ranked that way, but he doesn't get drafted that way, and that's actually exactly accurate right now. He's ranked right now as a wide receiver, the 11th wide receiver. But in actual drafts, in actual ADP, he's getting drafted behind Hopkins and Robbins, not Robbins, but Hopkins, Cooks, and Alshon, who are all ranked below him in actual ranks, they're actually getting drafted when you actually get to an actual draft. Right. And that's why looking at that that ADP is actually very yep. important. They actually yeah, get drafted. I mean, there's In the overall ranks, if you look at overall, he's ranked 22nd but getting drafted 30th. See, I'm telling, he doesn't get drafted where he's ranked. Yeah. People always put him like, oh, you put Doug Baldwin there. Then you get to the draft, like, yeah, you right. know, it's Doug Baldwin. Yeah. But he's safe. Maybe he's not your wide receiver one, but if you have a very good wide receiver one, he's a Great wide receiver, too. It is yeah. amazing wide receiver, too. Yeah. Someone you don't have to worry about. You know, just plug and play. Okay. My number four. I think you might not like this one, either. The Pyrrhus running back a little better. I put a running back on my list. Okay. Lamar Miller. Really? Yes, I did. It's safe. Why safe. is that safe? Safe. I know why you're going to say it's not safe. Because yeah. you think Foreman, you are a four, you like Foreman. And you think I do. I think it will eat into it. And that is why I know you were going to be against it. I, I don't think so. I, do I don't think of, it's going to happen. I, I just feel with the draft position, too. See, I, I get it. And that's why I know people are going to be against right. that. Give, it, give me the reason no, why. No, I think he's safe. I think he's just a safe floor player. Because I am basing it off. I do not think Foreman's going to affect him any okay. more than Alfred Blue affected him. I think Ooh. Foreman could take all those Alfred Blue carries. But Blue had about 100 carries or something. Actually, I'm going to look this up as I'm talking. I want to see exactly what Alfred Blue had. Because I believe... 
Foreman is just going to take the blue carries. Tell me how many how many touchdowns Alfred Alfred Blue had as well. Okay, you think you you think he's going to be the goal line guy? I do. Okay, have one you, touchdown. Have you one? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the size yes, of Deontay Foreman? I, okay, and not Alfred to mention Blue had exactly one hundred okay. carries and four hundred twenty yards, but he only had one touchdown. So that's where you think the difference yeah, is going to be. I do. That's where I think. But the thing is, Miller only had five touchdowns. Also true, but how many and how many carries did he have? Two hundred and sixty-eight, and he still only had five touchdowns. See, I think what he's going to be is okay. This is also based off where he's being so drafted. I, I it's, guess you could say it's, he it's, increases his touchdowns. Any, you know, what I mean, so if he's being drafted, uh, let's see where he's currently ranked, which is as a running back twelve. Okay, maybe maybe you don't want him there, but if he's going to be drafted more about where you have him ranked sixteenth, I think you can go because that that's the difference here. At 16th, he's then behind the Hyde in the Lynch in the Mm -hmm. Crowell like you should. Those guys are a little better value maybe. But he's safer than other guys around that 16 level, which would probably be Eddie Lacy, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Spencer Ware, Mark Ingram. Ingram I like, but there's competition there. So, see, if you look at where he's being drafted, he is the safe option there. Compared, yeah. if he's behind those other guys, right? You if use he, my own ranks against me. You. <laughs> if he's behind Crowell and Lynch and them, not ahead of them, behind them. Yeah, that's true. That's then true. he becomes the very – when you put him up against those other guys, like, you know, obviously the rookies, Mixon and McCaffrey, and like a C.J. Anderson, Spencer Ware, you would say Miller is much safer. He's nothing – he's not special. Yeah. But he's safe. And again, this – And the majority of my, my beef with Miller is because I, I feel like he's always drafted higher than he should. Um, yeah, and that's the problem. Like he's not probably going to fall to it, but he should be your running back three, and it's probably not going to happen. That's true. That's true, though. But you know, even if they do take away carries, he probably will produce. Um, I'm saying like a hundred carries from Blue is a lot of carries. Yeah. It's not like and to increase his touchdowns even by a few, even to get to eight, is not that crazy. Especially I, if he increases it through receiving. Maybe. I could see his maybe his carries dropping maybe to the two twenty two thirty range. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt that his carries will drop. But they could use him in the in the passing game a little and more. A lot, I guess a lot of this depends on if you're a Foreman guy or not. Yeah, that's so, true. That's yeah, and I, I am taking kind of a leap of faith on the Foreman thing. I just think it would benefit the team, so I assume they're going to kind of do it from what I heard. After but, okay. that one, okay. I think the rest of mine right. will be <laughs> I'm going to be on board. That's a good board. one, though. All right, All right number I, three, I Jeff. Number three. All right, number three. The same ones and this here. one, uh, I feel like I – Actually, did I? Uh, I don't know if we'll have the same, but I feel like we could. Oh no, we should, we should have at least one. Say, you'll like same, this guy, maybe um, two. And I don't think anyone's going to argue with me here. Uh, my number three is Jarvis Landry. And he's my number one. Okay, and I was going to say I, I decided how where I was going to put this guy, but my top three are all very very serious. safe picks. Up, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, uh, so you can he's actually safe. help me out with he's this safe. guy. He's just he is extremely safe. If you look at his, just his career, it's targets. First, let's look at targets. I'm not going to worry about stats. Targets are huge. 112, 166, 131, all three of his years. Yes, I think Devontae Parker's great receiver, and I think he's going to maybe take some of those targets, but not a lot. No, I don't think he's a... He's not like a huge target monster. Yeah, this, I don't think. Even no, if he does. This guy's a PPR. Just He's, he's going to be... He's, he's really, hot. really good. And look at the last two years. I mean, he's a relatively young guy, so he's only been in the league, what, three years? Yeah. In the last two years, he uh, overall on this website, overall positional rank was 15th and 19th. Yeah, and so wide receiver two, yeah, but he's been drafted as wide receiver three. Exactly. He doesn't get overdrafted. I, that's super safe. Yep. You have the catches there. If his touchdowns go up, which very easily could, because he he's never really scored a lot of touchdowns. I yep. think he's like what around four usually a season, something like yes. that. Um, so he he even has room to grow. And on a Dolphins team that 
everyone's waiting for Tannehill to jump up, you know, make that, you know, next step or whatever. Um, but he gets so many targets. He's so safe to have. And if he, if he gets, if he's your wide receiver three, like he's ranked, then you're, that's, that's perfect. That's the yeah. perfect wide receiver and, three. And I know a lot of, you know, people that make up uh, rankings, everything like that, including us, you get a lot of hate if, if you don't put Landry up there. I, and we I, did see that. And I, I totally understand that because Landry is a, a heck of a wide receiver and he's super safe. But, you know, everyone worries about that upside and the touchdowns. Yeah. If you want to talk about hate, we could talk about the hate on you from Mike Evans, number one. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, they, were, they weren't super loving that. But Mike Evans was number safe. one last year. Yeah, super <laughs> safe. <laughs> but Landry is actually interesting when I'm looking at his consensus ranks versus ADP. I would I would think he would be higher ranked people because you think you should rank him, but he gets drafted lower, and it's actually not the case. He's ranked about 23rd right now at wide receiver. He's getting drafted as the 17th receiver. Really? That surprised me. Wow, I feel like last year. I feel like last year was the opposite for him. Yeah, I think more people maybe are. Yeah, maybe they're catching on. To yeah, that one. but if he can, you can keep him at that twenty third and get him as your third receiver. That is, that is just a. That's I love that option as a third receiver. Yeah. Just guaranteed points. Never going to be. A big, I don't think he's going to be a big touchdown guy, but no. he's going to be it, yardage. No, I don't hit about this too. Is how deep wide receivers are. There's a lot of guys that have upside later on in the draft, and even his teammate Devontae uh, Parker. Yep. So if you could take someone like that that's super safe, you can plug in as a wide receiver two even, and then get like a, a Martavis Bryant later on, yep. a Devontae Parker. Um, take a you know you that's can take a, five risks that down is there. A perfect like, and, combination, yeah. like a Landry and Bryant and, and then it, it might be like, to the fact that maybe at some point you don't even play Landry because these guys are well, performing, and then when as soon as one throw goes on a cold streak, you throw them back yep. in there. It could turn into that, but you, you could, probably play them. I mean, not in every league, but in a lot of leagues, you can turn or you can get the Landry. Martavis as a third and fourth. That's a perfect combination to me. If Bryant works out, great. You don't even have to use Landry, which is still crazy. If, crazy if Bryant doesn't back. work, you got Landry. Yeah. And that's a very easy combination to get right there. And he's a and he's a wonderful guy to have too, because if one of those guys, say Devontae Parker, blows up for a couple weeks in a row, yep. every single person in your league will be trying to trade for him, trying to get him. So you can, you know, keep Landry, trade Devontae Parker, or whoever blew up, that you know, yeah. is a little riskier, and then all of a sudden you're you're still lovely. You can maybe trade for a, a running back or a position that you yeah. need. All right, my number three is a wide receiver, and Landry was my Shocker. number one. As yeah. I said, Landry was my number one. My number three is Michael Crabtree. He was an honorable mention okay. for me, and I do think Amari Cooper could break out slightly mm-hmm. more than he you know he did. But this offense is so good. And I think there's targets to go around. If you look at the last two years, it's, only, it's two years in Oakland. Last year, he had 145 targets. The year before, he had 146 targets. That's crazy. Right? It catches 85, 89, 922, and then 1,003. Touchdowns, 9 and 8. I mean, everything's lining up. It's a pretty consistent group right there. Even if you go back, I mean, I mean he's always been a good target guy. Even in San Francisco, he, had, he was injured in 2013, so he didn't get the targets. But... His four of his last five years, not counting that one, he had 101, 115, 127, 108 targets. He's always getting over 100 targets. Then last year's really yeah. jumped. He's still only going to be 30. That's fine for a receiver. He's not too old yet. On a great offense, not having to be the guy that everyone looks at to, you know, defend. Yeah. He he's not going to get the attention. Even Jared Cook is going to take some of the attention away. Marshall Lynch is going to take some attention away just being on the team. Just I don't see how the targets even go down. Yeah, I think he's right? very, very like, safe. I just, liked him a lot. And he's not being overdrafted yeah. either. He's not. He's he's right now. He's the twenty first ranked wide receiver. Landry's twenty third. Like these kind of get right there. Twenty first. He could. I mean, a ten team league. 
That's a wide receiver three. That is a great wide receiver three. And he's, he's being drafted 23rd. So he's getting drafted a couple spots below because then like Landry jumps him and even Julian Edelman jumps him. But <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'd rather have Crabtree. Yeah, yeah, Edelman, I would I would too. You look around the guys, he's, around, he's one spot ahead of Emmanuel Sanders. Is that even close for you? Um, not not with right? their offense where it is right now. No, it's just not. And he's he's extremely safe. He's four spots behind Sammy Watkins. So I, I know the upside yeah, with Sammy. I, I get that, but I would rather have a crab trim. But that's the thing, probably. like that's comes down to it. If Sammy is if you're looking at wide receiver two, I'm not picking Watkins over Crabtree. I'm picking Crabtree over Watkins. Maybe at a three if I had safer one and two. Right. Watkins being you go for that upside. That's just got to base it in this. So it can't be, yeah, we rank these guys, but it's not going to always be exactly the same in every situation. It really depends how your team's built. Yeah, you very know? true. It really does. Like you can't just look at it 100%. Yeah, these ranks, we like to, you know, base them off this, but not every situation is the same. So Crabtree just depends. If you have a little riskier team, Crabtree could jump up ahead of some guys and just, I think he's a, he's a great safe option. So Michael Crabtree, my number three. I like that. My number two. Uh, I, f- I feel like I cheated a bit. I did not, but at the same time, he's a, he was the number one tight end last year. That's why I feel like I cheated. No. <laughs> but Travis Kelsey actually yeah, jumps in here. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I like think, that. I, like I think for a tight end in a position that is very thin, if you will, yep. and has a couple of guys that are, are above him, right? Yep. Gronkowski, Reed, um, usually ranked ahead of him, he- but have huge injury risk. This guy usually plays every – I mean, the last three years he's played every game, and the last three years he's ranked ninth, sixth, and first – he only keeps getting better, and even better, he gets yardage, which he's not touchdown dependent. You can plug him in. You just know he's going to be good for the year almost. Um, he's just as safe as they come for a was, position that is kind of I was gonna say, he, tough to guess. I mean, he's, is there another safe tight end even? Maybe Jimmy Graham, but he's not even because of a possible injury risk. I mean, he's, yeah, he got one bad injury, but he would he, probably be the fun. next one. I think, one. honestly, like safe guys you just think are going to – because Gronk, yeah. I mean, Gronk's healthy, the, sure. But. The next one, but even he struggled at the, coming down the stretch last Olsen. year would be Olsen. See, that's, that's why I'm not the going last, with Olsen because yeah. everyone – last year was I think rough. everyone is complete. all they're doing with Olsen is they look at his overall stats. You see, okay, he finished this last year. No one's really digging deep and really thinking, oh, wait a second. Yeah, he was great at the beginning. What, what happened? And I guess yeah, they're throwing it off as – the Carolina team, yeah. Carolina's terrible, everything. He, I don't know. But if I that's don't think true, it's safe. Yeah, coming down the stretch when you need him for the playoffs yeah. and stuff, it wasn't yeah. there. So I, that's why I like Kelsey because yeah, I think I that know. is honestly, that is the only like sure thing. Yeah. Right? Because Gronk's not a sure thing. He, no. he He's great, but he's not a sure thing. Reed is definitely not a sure thing. Eifert's not a sure thing. Graham could. He's, he's close. Yeah, one injury. He said we talked about Olsen. Walker's no sure thing. He's starting to tar- – there's a lot more targets they're going to be – Going away from him, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Ertz, I like Ertz, but he's not sure. I mean, he thing. was an injury risk. There's, too. there's no sure things except no. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and that's why he made Which, my number two. Somebody that doesn't seem to have injury risk, but it's the NFL. Everyone has injury risk, right? But yeah, it's hard to say. He hasn't had it. He hasn't had it far yet, pretty much. Yet. But anybody could. You can't say no one. You just can't say they won't. Yeah. My number two player is Larry Fitzgerald. He was an honorable mention for me, and I, I knew you were going to use him. Yeah, so I, I please <laughs> let the people know why this this ageless it's, wonder is on there. And it's funny because it's kind of like he was starting to fall off a bit a few years ago, and it looked like he was done. And that's actually about the time I drafted him. So I'd like to say I had a hand in this for Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> it really is kind of funny because I was able to get him two years ago for nothing because he was done. 
And I wasn't even excited. It wasn't like I had this like vision of, in, of Larry Fitzgerald becoming, you know, good again. I didn't. I just, he was cheap. It was like six bucks in the <laughs> right. auction. So like, I need a fourth receiver. I'll take him. Well, what's happened? Well, why he's doing this is he's basically become a tight end in a way, the way they use him. He's always never outside anymore. He's more in the slot, but even more, he's, he's like a tight end. He blocks even. He does all kinds of stuff like that. He always catches these short passes over the middle. And because of that, last year, at 33 years old, he had 150 targets, caught 107 balls. The year before, 145 targets, caught 109 balls. That's where the change happened. Before that, I mean, the targets have always been insane. This is kind of funny. I just want to look at Larry Fitzgerald's target numbers because it's just kind of crazy. His entire career, the lowest season he ever had targets was 103. Oh my and gosh. that was in 2014. But he said... 115, 165, 111, 167, 154, 153, 173, 154, 156, 135, 103, then 145, 150. That is insane. Yeah, he is. And for good reason. And I mean, this is he's, even bigger. He's uh, unbelievable. This is a better situation than Frank Gore. They're the same age. Exactly the same age. And but he's a people, wide receiver. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. And he's better yet. But people always say, oh, they have to fall off. But why? Yeah. Especially a wide receiver. Like, he can put in the way he plays now. Yeah. He Players does. like him who are big wide receivers who can play the possession game yep. don't have to fall off. And you see this a lot. Well, and this right here is this is what has happened. His his catch percentage on balls thrown to him, target like okay. This is where it's changed. Before the last two years, before he really kind of changed his place in the offense, he was always around, let's say sixty percent, caught sixty percent of the balls. He his best season in all those years. Was way back in 2009, he had 63% of balls caught. Except all of us in the last two years, 75% and 71%. That is a huge jump, and it shows you he completely changed his place in the offense. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. He's not catching deep, he's not getting deep balls, he's catching short balls, everything short. His, I mean, probably his yards for catch has probably gone down. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's funny thing, it actually hasn't even gone down a lot because. It just he still gets yards, he still gets everything with it, and it's just and I, it's crazy. I laugh at all these because a lot of these guys we're talking about Jarvis Landry and Fitzgerald especially, but a lot of the guys that are safe catch a lot of balls. Yep. So on top of that, if you are playing any sort of PPR, oh, yeah, these yeah. guys are worth their weight in gold. They Three really are. More. And that's just I mean you can look at his look at the way he's done it. His he's changed the way he plays in his offense. He's not the outside guy. They got John Brown, they got JJ Nelson. Can't remember the rookie's name. They've been praising that rookie. Like he's just drawing a, I'm drawing a blank on who, what his name was right now. Oh, I know who you are, but right? yeah, I'm not going to think of it either. I'm not thinking, I can't think of his name. But yeah. Watch out. Chad Williams? Oh, that might be it. Yeah. I don't know. I just might have made that up completely. It sounds right. It sounds good. I, I like the sound of it. He might be there, but he's going to be on the outside if he is. And they're still going to use it. Him. Is, it is Chad and, Williams. So. Yeah, I thought it was. And Palmer's still there too, and they have such a rapport. Yeah. So and David Johnson's going to get his patches, catches, but Fitzgerald. Is their tight end essentially? Who else? Gresham? Is it still Gresham? We yeah. Right. We, that's the thing. That's how little. Like I, we, we know like all the players for everybody. We don't even care about the Arizona no, tight end because yeah. Larry Fitzgerald's the Arizona tight end. <laughs> He's gonna catch balls like that. So he is my number two player. Who's your number? So, and your number one. We've already. My won number over. one was Jarvis Landry, and your number one. So my number one, who I didn't have. You didn't have. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of this one. And this one is what I position. Think I, Water okay. Hmm. I, I think people are sleeping on it. I must be too because I'm trying to think. Well, here. it's because of the offense took a major step back the last couple of years. Okay. But his numbers are still good. Are they? He's a beast. Is number he? one wide receiver. Is he? Hmm. 
you know, rhymes with Mamarius Thomas. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Demarius Thomas, <laughs> the number one for Denver. Yeah, it's true. Everyone He's knows overlooked. how good he is, right? I completely overlooked him. He's amazing. He, how, he hasn't missed a game since 2011. And obviously his numbers have, you know, gone down ever since Peyton Manning left. Um, you know, he was catching anywhere from what, 10 to, I think 10, 14, 11 touchdowns when it was that. Obviously, their quarterback position, you know, way down. But even after that, uh, the last two years, he had, what, 1,300 yards with six touchdowns and then still a th- almost 1,100 yards with five. And that was with a terrible quarterback situation. Yeah, and you have to believe that it's going to get better you this would year. Think, you and, would think. And you think either, at least either of them has another year under their belt. Yeah, and you think with him being so talented and being so big that his touchdown number will jump up a little bit. And if he's still getting 1,000 yards – there's no doubt whatsoever, and I think people are sleeping on him a bit because I, of that. This is why. And I say because he was the 21st ranked wide receiver last year. People were thinking he should still be a top five, top ten, but he's not that. But he's yeah. extremely safe wide receiver too. Exactly, and the, that's what I love about it. So he goes from uh, the fifth overall wide receiver um, to the number one overall, to the third, to the eleventh, to the twenty-first. Yep. So. So or I'm sorry, the 13th to the 21st. So the last two years when you have like rookie quarterbacks and everything going crazy, he was still yeah. the 13th and then the 21st. He's being over. I'm, I'm, I'm overlooking. I can tell him like yeah. looking, really looking, digging into the numbers. He had still had 144 targets last year. Yeah. So he could, and, he probably will be a, a wide receiver too. Legit. He usually plays the whole season. So you don't have to worry about injuries necessarily. And yeah, they do have Emmanuel Sanders. But that run game is kind of in flux. You're not sure is it CJ Anderson, Jamal, Charles going to do anything? I mean, he's their he's their go to. He's the consistent one, and he's a possession guy. We just talked about mm-hmm. how large wide receivers can, you know. Um, and how old is he? He's only 29. Still has good, a couple good years left in him. Yeah, and all we care about is this year. So he's a good year left. In him. Exactly. So that's why he's my number one. I think he's being overlooked like that. Yeah, and he's. Right now in the consensus ranks from Fantasy Pros, he's one spot behind Allen Robinson and two spots behind DeAndre Hopkins, and he's a much safer player than those two. I guess I can – yeah, I can see you guys what people want upside. But I think Demarius Thomas does have the upside too. He does still He's have the safe upside. with upside because yeah. he is that good of a player. He does need to have a competent quarterback throwing him the ball. And yeah. Who knows? Maybe Paxton Lynch becomes that. Maybe Simeon becomes that. Who knows? I, and if anybody's going to think it'll be Lynch. Right. I mean, at this but point. But even Simeon, even if he improves a little bit, they could easily, he could easily jump back up into double digit touchdowns. Yeah. Like he's that big. You have a couple red zone sets for him. I don't see any reason against it. I don't think he falls below a wide receiver, a back end wide receiver two this year. I, that was a good one because I, he kind of was off my radar in a way. Just kind of been, that's good because I like to talk about some of these guys we, that we just kind of skip and don't think yeah, about very right. much. And that's actually a very good one because, yeah, I'm going to, I think I want him ahead of Allen Robinson or DeAndre Hopkins at this point because who knows with those guys. And I know we're going to get hate for that one. Probably. <laughs> because everyone, everyone loves, loves Allen Robinson and for some reason. And still DeAndre Hopkins. We got a lot of hate about that. And I, I yeah, get yeah, it. I let's get be it. honest about DeAndre Hopkins, though. And I don't even know who the starting quarterback is. It doesn't matter, be. I don't think. I think they'd be better off if it was Savage. But I think it's – I don't know if it's going to be – I don't know. I think he'd be better off, honestly, with Savage. I, I do too for this first year. I, I think Watson's the future. But to but. me, that's there's too much there. Yes, I know Denver. We we're saying that oh, there's too much to worry about Denver. Right. We don't know, but I think I don't think there's too much of a difference between Lynch and Simeon. I think it's similar. They both played about the same. It's yeah. I don't know. It's some something feels different. Just I guess just the whole the organization to me is why it feels different because Denver is 
which is a great organization. And John Elway running that whole thing. He's yeah. not going to just like, you know, it just feels better. You know yeah. what I mean? It just does. Yeah. Better than the Houston situation and the Jacksonville situation. We just don't know. And Demarius Thomas really is a, a proven guy. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, so, absolutely. And, and if he, if he I, drops in the ranks at all, like if, if Alshon, I'm, if Cooks, if yeah, Watkins. I'm kind of hoping. Can, I'm kind of hoping he is. If you, can, yeah. if you can draft him as a back-end three, if you can give him in, you know, like yep. in the 30s, that is a wonderful but, value. Again, I like looking at this where they're ranked compared to where they're being drafted. He's ranked ahead of Alshon and Brandon Cooks, but they're both being drafted ahead of him. Right. So That's what I kind of figured yep. out. All right. Is that it for our list? I think yeah. that is. Good one. It is five. wide receiver heavy, but then, again, that is why we over and over and over again, we bring up this point. You get those running backs. There are plenty of solid wide receivers later. Yep. That's that's kind of what every time we go over that, we look at, I was looking for running backs to put on my list. Yeah, the only one I could find was Gore pretty much. And, and that's only because he had 20 years of long And I had to reach for Lamar Miller. You know, right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> I, got, I got so upset. <laughs> I knew putting that down, I knew exactly what that was going to do to you. All right, but well, that's it for our top five safe players episode. We'll be back next week with some more episodes for you. And at this point, I don't even think we have a plan. But we have all kinds of plans. We have yeah. so many episodes coming up. We we'll do deep sleepers. We've got our rankings updates. We have dynasty actually players, rookie players to draft in dynasties. Breakout players, yet again, we'll go over it. We've done that before, but it's always a good refresher as there's a lot of new people listening, you know, as we go on. Talk about our breakout players. Devontae Parker, number one. <laughs> Josh Doxon, number two, probably. I don't know. Those kind of guys, you know, we'll just keep going through that. And obviously, yeah, we'll go through all our rankings again as we update them because I've updated mine a little bit I'm here. Jeff needs to update his because they have yeah. changed. But it's, it's just this dead period right now, the offseason. There's nothing going on. NFL, they're all on vacation right now. So yeah, no, nothing is happening to really change your ranks. It's yeah. just, it's just, we'll it's just update talk. them, and then you know, a few weeks before the draft start, we'll, we'll update them again. Yeah, we'll have, we'll probably add two more updates as we go on here. Get you ready. We'll probably do some strategy episodes coming up. Probably some get into auction a little bit here. I like to get into auction drafts. Maybe get some auction values out there. Yeah, get a little more nitty gritty with that. Yeah, start starting to have to actually think about. You know, we've been talking about players and players and players. I think it's about time to start getting ready for some strategy and what you actually need to do. Because, yes, we might have this guy ranked ahead of this guy, but sometimes you got to look at your situation and your draft. You don't always draft them that way. So, yeah, it's just there's a lot. Of- <laughs> and it's a perfect segue because we're just talking about the safe players. Yep. And you want to buoy your team with that. Yep. And that's we'll get into all that. We'll have plenty of stuff for you coming up to the draft. Get you ready. But we will talk to you guys next week.